When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. This week, we welcome back bachelorette and entrepreneur Claire Crowley to talk about her self-love journey and how much life has changed. Our conversation touches on hormone health, and we recently had a conversation with hormone specialist Dr. Brenna Butler. We want to share her helpful tips with our listeners. Here's a good place to start. Number one, get a good night's rest. Number two, Exercise five to six days a week. Number three, eat a well-balanced diet. Number four, find a reputable hormone specialist. Check out our socials for a deeper dive into these tips and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today we have Claire Crawley. She's back. Happy <laughs> to be here. Happy to be back. I know. I love it. And I'm... Um, Claire's life since we talked to her has totally changed and shifted, I would guess for the better, but she's always been a whole person holding space for herself in her heart and the expansion and the happiness she brings to the screens like on Instagram and beyond and TV. So thank you, Claire, for finding time to talk to us. Happily, happily. I was telling my husband today, I was like, He's like, so what podcast are you doing today? And I was like, because he knows I don't do podcasts that often. And I was telling him about you guys and how I just love you guys because it's not gossipy. It's for the betterment of people. And you look and treat me as just another human. And I love that. I absolutely love that. So I'm happy to be here. Happy to be chatting with you guys. Thank you. Thanks for honoring that, Ness. We just actually had a couple back to back today. And so you're our third conversation. And it's so nice to just connect with women in a way that's like just who we are. You know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing to try to peel back and get that story or anything like that. We've just been talking about how we treat ourselves, positive self-talk and all the tools that we all need and use like in, on a daily basis. What is your self-talk like lately since everything seems to be in flow? Everything is totally in flow. I will say that it's been a challenging, challenging year, mm. not because of anything bad. It's actually because of everything good. There's a lot that has changed in my life. I mean, my life has done a complete 180, I think, since the last time we've spoken. Um, and just because it's everything I've ever dreamt of is happening and coming true and everything I've ever prayed for is coming true and manifested and wanted for myself, like it's all coming true. But an entire life change is, it can be hard. It's just change in itself, whether it's good or bad, changes change. And so my body, my mind, my soul adjusting to those changes, it's been a lot. It's been stressful just even saying, 
this isn't the way I used to do things. Like just being a single woman, it was like, I savored in all of my single woman things. I think a lot of people think, oh, you go on Bachelorette or you go on these dating shows because you're desperate or you want this or you want that. And it's like, I loved my life. I love my singleness. I love my alone time. And as much as I've wanted a husband and wanted kids and wanted a family, which I do and I love it, it's a big, complete opposite of all the perks that come from being a single woman, you know, like it's the yeah. better, better things and great things, but the opposite, you know? So how no do you do that? How do you hold space for your independence in that solo time? Because I think in all good partnerships, healthy partnerships, there exists that, that independence. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that was one of the things why I wanted to be with my husband was because he, anything that I was like, this is something that's weird. That's crazy. That's just a thing that I do. Like you either accept me or you don't, I'm not morphing and changing and shrinking myself for any man or changing or adjusting to what they, I think they would want. I, I used to be one of those like relationship chameleons where I feel, feel like, I would start to like, like what they liked and do what they did and just wanted to make life easy. But I realized that that was at the sacrifice of my own happiness a lot of the times. So now when I met my husband, I was like, yo, this is how I am. This is who I am. This is what I love. I need alone time. I like my baths at night by myself, doing my own thing. Like I just shared with him. And if that vibes with you, let's do this. If it doesn't, that's okay. Like I love doing my thing. And he was so like, you, you showed up to like date one and kind of just said, this is me. This is Claire. Totally. And it was, it was at the very tail end of my last relationship where I thought I am done with men. I'm done trying to mold and bend and be softer and more feminine and this and that, like I'm tr done. Like I, I told my husband, I said, I don't have it in me to give and give and give and give to somebody who is a taker. I'm going to show up as myself, give to you what I can. And if that's not good enough, that's not my problem. You can either take it or you can leave it. But like, this is where I'm at in life. And I said, I actually right now don't have a lot of me to give because the energy is for right now rebuilding what I gave so much of that was just not replenished. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's totally okay with me. Cause I got a lot to give. Cause he's got enough to fill you up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was like, it was, it was the most, he started just, I mean, I was a little, I don't want to say resistant at first, but I was like, I, I'm not really looking for anything. And it took him a, he waited and waited and he was patient and just would come walk with me and come just not expect anything of me, anything huge from me, except to meet me where I was at. And he did. He totally did. Where did you two meet? So he slid into my DMs <laughs> first and foremost, but it, we were friends for a long time mm -hmm. and just, um, on social media, just friends and kind of like, he would always comment on things and not like, Oh, you look pretty or oh, and nothing physical. It was always like, that looks fun. You looked like you did this exciting weekend. Oh, good luck on that this weekend. You know? And it was just very friendly at first. And then he just, like I said, was patient. And then from there, it was, I will say, literally one of the first days of my sharing that I went through my previous breakup, mm -hmm. he slid right back in the DMs and was like, let me, let me take you to grab some tea. And I was like, I don't have it in me. I don't yeah. want to look at a man right now. 
and he was like that's okay let's just like meet for if you just need a sounding board like I'm here and I finally thought I've laid in bed long enough I've yeah. grieved that long enough yeah I'm not going to give any more energy to that and I said I'll I'll do a tea <laughs> I love that yeah like from an outsider's perspective at your pictures and videos it's like you fit perfectly like into him oh you know what, what I mean it's like your love is so visual like like oh. you guys just are like one when you're like hugging and he's like embracing you it's so sweet I thank you so much I don't I truly don't know how I just found my perfect match because I if you would have told me what like he truly is my perfect match he it gives just as much as I need, but gives me the space I need as well too. Like he's not overbearing or overwhelming, but it's always so much like physical touch of just snuggly and cuddly and holding hands. And it was funny at first his, he has two kids and I just love them to death. And at first they were like, oh, this is weird. You guys holding hands or kissing like awkward, you know, like they thought it was funny. Um, but kind of as we, I've been around, we've been around, it's normal for them to see that now. And I, I've always wanted my children to see that as an example that mom and dad love each other. We show each other, we love each other. And we don't hold back with that kind of stuff because it's, it's love, you know? Yeah. And you're modeling like a safe way to accept and give love. I think that's really powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a secret thing, you know, it's love. It's not a secret. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think in the past though, like, cause you're a really in tune person and you're a woman with an, you know, inspiration and intuition. Like what, why do you think there was a disconnect with some of the people you did end up with for a while? To be honest, I think, I think it was, it's obviously always two-sided, but from my end of it, I could say that there was a lot of past. I don't know if I want to use the word traumas or what, but stuff that I have been through, even relationship wise, even stuff as a child that were embedded in my brain. And I think it was part of my healing path And those, all those relationships were intentional. All those relationships, whether or not good or bad or yucky or really, really crummy, they challenged me to show me what I don't want. They challenged me to show me what kind of girl, what kind of woman I was, if I'm going to accept that, or if I'm going to level up and not accept that. And you only can figure out what you like and don't like by doing it. You know, it's the same thing with being brave. It's like, not everybody, I was, I was talking to my stepdaughter the other day, we were going to go on a roller coaster the other day. And she was like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And I was like, would you rather say you tried and you gave it a shot and you didn't like it than to say, I just didn't do it. And for me, I like choosing the path of putting my heart into everything, whether or not there, you know, whether or not it works out or not. Um, because to me, it's like, I got what I needed from that always for every single relationship, even the really, really, like I said, really crummy ones. It was like, I took what I needed to take from that. My lesson learned, got it noted, moving on to keeping it in the basket for next relationship, you know? Yeah. What do you call a person who speaks three languages? Trilingual. Someone who speaks two? Bilingual. Someone who speaks one? American. Only 22% of Americans speak a language other than English at home. Start learning a new language this fall and be the exception, not the rule. Because with Babbel, you start speaking a new language in just three weeks. 
You may be asking, why Babbel? And it's simply because it works. It gives you tips and tools of learning a new language that are approachable and accessible. Currently, I am learning Spanish because I'm going to Mexico and Spain next year. And I cannot wait to be a part of the culture because I can order at restaurants, communicate with taxi drivers, and just immerse myself and actually be in the present moment. So here's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. A 55% off Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash girlpowerful. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash girlpowerful, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash girlpowerful. Rules and restrictions may apply. So how has that healing journey looked for you? And like, how has it gotten you to this point now? And like, what do you do now that you, you know, check some of the boxes? Like, how do you keep elevating and holding space for yourself to keep growing? Well, funny you asked that. I just, the other day, yesterday, signed up for, you. I feel like it's, we're forever growing. We're forever growing and learning and my next phase, it's never going to stop at like, okay, I'm good. I got everything I wanted because everything I want is a lifetime of things, you know, and to keep growing for me is like, I can tell you, I've been going through a lot of stress and anxiety um, just because that's kind of like built into my nature. And I, I think when a lot, a lot of people look at somebody is like, oh, even social media, it can look easy and fun and pretty and just like, great. But there's also the realness behind a lot of it too, which is stress and anxiety. And for me right now, it's the next phase is, is we're having a baby via surrogate, which is very cool. She's actually in Idaho. (laughs) What? Really? Yep. Um, But yeah, so that's the next phase, but I'm super stressed. So for me, I know kind of like what I need at the time, like, okay, I'm feeling anxiety. And I just like to address what I am feeling, not trying to push it away, not trying to like feel bad about it, but like sit with it and then go, okay, what can I do about this? What's going to help bring me down into a level of like comfort and stable and not like overreactive or not, I don't know the right word, but I'm going on a, anyway, long-winded, but I'm going on, a signed up yesterday for a women's retreat over mm-hmm. in two weeks. And it's going to be just like meditations and sound baths and everything that I love. So that's, I, I know I basically try to like gauge myself and adjust the sales always. Cause it's never like, things are great all the time, you know? Yeah. We always, we all have to keep working on ourselves. For sure. What are you anxious about? Like everything, like the baby, like being healthy or yeah, like, um, my biggest thing is it's hard. It's very hard. And I'm so blessed to have, we're so blessed to have a surrogate, but it's everything that we're not in control of. And so right now she's got a little, little girl or our little girl. She, um, she, it's got a little stuff going on with her um, health-wise with her and nothing crazy, nothing bad or anything. But the doctor's thing was like, make sure she's kicking really strong all the time. And I can't feel her kicking. Yeah, Obviously, I'm not carrying her. So for me, I'm like, 
it's nerve wracking. You know, I'm texting her. She can't, you know, you can never really tell. I, uh, so I, I think just being a mom though, and having another little human to that, you know, depends on their every need for you is like, it's a lot. I want it. Can't wait. I feel like I would be, I question the woman that's like, I'm fine. I'm not worried about anything. To me, it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I worry about it all. I worry about everything. I worry about, I'm just a warrior by nature. (laughs) Yeah. That retreat will be beautiful though, because you'll have some time to slow down and be more silent and go inward. I can't wait. It was actually recommended by our egg doctor um, who lives really close. She, it's one, somebody she knows, and it's a fellow like surrogate mama who's putting it on. Oh, She was like, we can chat about things. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Meant yeah. to do- She's been down that journey. That's awesome. Totally. Yeah. So we always look up to you because you're so consistent with what you do. And a mm-hmm. lot of that big piece is wellness and nutrition and exercise and diet. And you yeah. share those tips with everybody, which is awesome. Yeah. Like I even like your like hiking tips, you know, because some people don't want to go hike by themselves, but it's like yeah. you can empower to do it if you do it safely. Absolutely. That that's my biggest message is like on a lot of on a lot of the space that I try to share is like be empowered. Mm-hmm. Be empowered with your health, be empowered with, be proactive because there's so many, I can't tell you guys as many DMs as I get that are like, you shouldn't be hiking alone. Why are you with somebody? Why are you doing this? And it's very judgmental things. And I always have to remember that's their fears. That's not my fear. I do it educated. I, I try to do everything that I want to do and not hold myself back, but do it educated Mm -hmm. best I know how. And it's too, it's like nature's so healing for everyone. It doesn't even matter who you are. It's like, if you go out in nature, you're going to heal in some way. Absolutely. We actually, I mean, not, this is not the sole reason, but we moved houses because my husband, we moved into my husband's previous house and it was, um, it was like, it was in Oakland, but it was like on the side of a mountain, there was no grass. And it was basically like, you walk out to the street and I told him, I said, nope, I need sunshine. I need grass. I need fruit trees. I need something that I can walk outside barefoot and just like ground myself. And so we, thankfully we found the most beautiful spot, but it's, it's important. Nature is important to get out into nature in the sun and it's so healing. So, so healing. You're, you're a bay, bay girl now. Totally. 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 <laughs> Bye Sacramento. Right. Exactly. We'll see ya. We'll see ya. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm like on a tangent, but so I how <laughs> consistent, like, have you always been a consistent person or you started doing the work and you're like, oh, this feels good. Or I'm seeing some benefits or what, what's your, um, I, I would say I don't, here's the truth. I love being consistent. I know the benefits of being consistent. I fall off just as much as the next person does is the truth. I think I'm very, and have trained myself to just get up quicker and one of the biggest things, I don't know why this makes me want to cry, but one of the biggest things that I want to pass on to my child that I want to share that is, I feel like my biggest strength is resilience. And I don't care if it's a boyfriend. I don't care if it's my health journey. I don't care if it's, you know, come making a, some kind of comeback, whatever it needs to be. Like I am resilient. I will, I'm like a cat. Like I will land on my feet every single time. 
and make sure of that. It's not about, so when I fall off the consistency, I just get back up. I forgive myself and I don't judge myself. And I'm like, okay, tomorrow we're doing it again though. But tomorrow we're doing it again. And yeah, whether it's dating, whether it's anything of that back in the day, like it's like, I'm not going to let any circumstance or any situation get the best of me. If something's going to get the best of me, that's going to be my own doing. And if I choose to stop doing something that I'm consistent with, it's because I want to stop doing it. So I don't know. I, I just, I feel and know the benefits of when you do stay consistent. To me, that exemplifies self-love. I feed myself good foods because I love it because it nourishes me, you know, and I do it for myself because here's the truth. If we don't do it, if I don't do it, if you don't do it, nobody's going to do it for you. Yeah. So You're the true. only one. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to heal your broken heart. Not a single Ryan didn't heal my broken heart. I healed my broken heart and he was there for the ride. So, you know, even with my health stuff, I've got health stuff going on with my implants it, taking out my breast implants. It was like, even now I still have to stay consistent with, um, detoxifying and sauna and making sure my body is flowing properly because my breast implants that I had taken out were so toxic to my body. Um, so staying consistent is just self-love to me. I love that. I feel like when you guys were talking about nature, do you find that nature is where you allow yourself like the space to process all these things and these changes. Cause that's what I need to be out on a trail or in the ocean or something to like, you know, cry, move my body, like get unstuck from whatever I'm feeling. 100% for me, the biggest thing is sunshine. Cause there's days where I felt, I have felt depression or anxiety kind of starting to creep in. And it's when I'm under my covers, it's when I want to stay in bed and I will literally drag myself out of bed in my PJs just to sit in the sun. And like every time it's, it's so healing. It's so healing for me. Do you still have some of those days, even though you have Ryan and your new life and everything? Like, does he find you outside in the grass in your PJs just soaking up the sun? I'll tell you what he, yeah, he'll look at me and he knows what I need, which makes mm-hmm. him a great partner, but he knows he'll say, let's get up. Let's go on a walk. What do you need? You know, like, what do you need? And yeah, absolutely. There is those days because there's things that I think in life that just aren't are in our control. And I mean, there's so many things that aren't in our control and Right now it's like my, with my mom being, she's been on hospice for a while. And so you can't, I can't change that. And it still breaks my heart. It's hard and it breaks my heart and it just feels like heavy some days. But yeah, if I get outside and I get some sunshine and if I take my shoes off and walk barefoot in the grass, it fills me up in other ways that so I can cope with better with um, everything that's going on. Yeah. 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 I, I was blessed to be able to go to a retreat recently with sound and yoga and hiking and everything. And uh-huh. actually one of my favorite parts of it was we had a tea ceremony and it was, everyone was silent, including the, the woman pouring the tea, doing all these blessings and everything it was silent uh-huh. for like an hour. 
Uh-huh. And just like sipping a cup of tea in silence, not having my phone or anything like that, like was so healing, you know, mm-hmm. like finding those quiet moments in your day just to be, I think yep. that's why we all feel so anxious and detached is because we don't uh, like honor our bodies and our souls enough to sit in, in quiet and peace. It's, it can be very uncomfortable to sit with the uncomfortable. And I think when people stop and sit in those moments, I mean, you're so right. It's so healing. Cause it's like, when you stop, you actually have to think and feel about the hard stuff, right? It's hard. It's so hard sometimes to just, to actually go, oh, <laughs> and, and it people, it's better to, well, I'm going to go on my phone and I'm going to do this and I'm going to move and I'm going to work and I'm going to exercise or, you know, I'm going to distract myself from the truth and your truth. And it's, it's hard to sit there so that it I can see what a simple cup of tea can how healing that can be absolutely (laughs) I was waiting for Sonia to go we're trying to be really mindful of not talking over each other oh I'm so bad at it I feel like I just (laughs) over and over oh you're perfect you're good (laughs) I'm curious like when you do go to this retreat, just because that's like our world is like wellness and Sonia teaches sound healing and I'm a yoga instructor now. So we're leaning into that space. Like, what do you hope your outcome is when after a week gone or a week, a long weekend away from the normal? I just, to be able to just, I guess, yeah, sit in the uncomfortable, detach from electronics and the desire and all the like, feeling of like, I have to be working. I have to be doing this. This is do that's do. Cause I feel like there's always something to be doing and to just slow down is like goals for me to slow down and to actually, whether it's com- uncomfortable or whether it's more relaxing for me, like, I just want to be able to sit there and absorb good energy and kind of recalibrate myself to like calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm normally not the best listener. It's been what I've been working on for like six months and listening to all these women share like their journal entry and things like that. Like, like you said, absorbing, I was like absorbing their words and like really tuning into like the present moment, which is hard to do sometimes. 100%. And it's easy to get caught up in, he said, she said this, that drama or what's going on with her or him or, you know, it's easy to get caught up in a lot of that stuff, but to be around, I think that's the other thing to be around like-minded people and to, um, it's, I feel like energy is huge when you surround yourself with those kind of people that believe what you believe and feel how you feel. It's like, it's so comforting. So comforting. I've actually had a hard time doing that and finding that here since we are new to the Bay Area or I'm new to the Bay Area. I don't have anybody like that here. Really? Teddy, do you know anyone up there? We could introduce Claire too. Probably. (laughs) You got to know people. There's a yoga studio that's really close. I just, I'm like, and then there's the, there's like this group of moms, I guess like new moms in the area, but I'm not a mom yet. So I'm like, do I... Yeah. So I have to go hang out with him. I don't know. <laughs> Do I start I like, my That kind of goes back to what you said at the beginning about dating though, like not feeling small and putting yourself in this box. Like when you're at these retreats or yoga spaces or whatever it is people are into, 
you can really let down your guard because everyone thinks the same. Like it's really a powerful thing to be in unison and union with one another and be like, oh, we can breathe here. I don't have to wear this mask of, you know, what I portray every day. I totally agree. Or even like what people assume or think that I am just by how they publicly know me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was telling you guys, I was, I, I was getting a shot in the butt last night. I had to go, go to the ER to get a steroid injection in my butt. And literally the nurse, I was like in there and I was just struggling and I was not feeling my greatest. And just, you know, as you would do when you're at the doctor and she just, the nurse, I was like trying to get her attention to get help to say like, can you grab the doctor for me? I have a few questions. And she was like, were you a bachelor? Oh my God, were you a bachelor? The nurse, are you a bachelorette? And I just was like, I am at a very low point right now. I'm in the ER for a reason. Probably not the right time to be doing this because I am human. And like, I just need the doctor right now, you know? So it's this, it's this identity of where, like who people think you are from just what they know of you publicly, that it's like a space to just be human and to be accepted for just being a soul, you know? And having a safe space to share because I know you're very, you live your truth. I feel like you are very open and loving and vulnerable with your platform, which a lot of people might hide a lot of things. You know, most people are like, I'm getting steroid injections in my ass, (laughs) (laughs) but you living your truth, but it's nice to receive it too, to kind of like go to these spaces and be in a cocoon and be held and like Ryan's your cocoon at home, but it's like being surrounded by women too, who are supporting other women is like so magical and beautiful. I totally agree. I totally agree. And he, he is really great at all that stuff, but I feel like it makes me a better wife. It makes me a better partner for him. Mm-hmm. And and also for myself to feel like I know we're in a partnership. I still have my independence and I'm still can do my own thing too. And he loves that about me. I love that about him. And so, you can also though, like let your guard down yeah. and be vulnerable and be held by other women. Totally. It's so true. Um, I feel like this chapter is, a more peaceful quiet chapter like you don't feel like you have to tell all of your stories or like live out loud like you can kind of go home to yourself and just be I I do do that but it's funny it's literally social media is a funny thing because people for the longest time we were going through IVF we were like I do hold stuff close and private a lot of stuff this chapter because it's not anybody else's story Like I can share it if I want to share it, you know, it's not like I'm on a show talking about it. So to me, it was like, I I've been holding a lot of stuff a lot closer. Um, but as we were going through everything, people were like, your life is boring. You're not up to a lot. Oh, now that you're married, you don't really do anything exciting. And I'm like, I'm about to have people write write you that people write you're boring to you. Oh, no, they did. And and we were cooking our little baby and going through IVF. And I didn't share any of that. And because I didn't share any, it was just like my hikes, my smoothies. I would just share what I wanted to share. Yeah. And what I was comfortable sharing at that time. And just to self-preservation, you know? And literally people, all you do is smoothies and hikes now. And you don't, do you even do anything? 
And it's like, wait a minute, little do you know, the greatest, most exciting adventure is happening when you, it, so it's like a glimpse of somebody's life isn't their entirety, you know, but this is the most like calm, centered, relaxed Claire there is, I think. I feel like it. Right. And it's, it's, I will say too, it's not because of my husband, but he brings out and makes me feel so safe. And it's, it's, I think for the first time in my life of like, I don't need to be on guard. I don't need to be guarded and like to have this masculine energy of like, come at me. I dare you. You know, <laughs> like that was me for a long time. And that still is me. If anything happens, I'm like, watch out. Yeah. But now I've got this partner that's like, you be you and soft you, and I will take care of it, you know? King yeah. and, and queen energy. King and queen energy. And it's very yeah. like, oh, this is new. This is new. To have somebody, I mean, he always, in our vows, we were talking about it. He's like, protect Claire at all costs. Oh, so cute. <laughs> that's adorable. Yes, protect Claire at all costs. He'll still say that. He'll still say protect Claire at all costs. <laughs> you should get that tattooed on him. I know, right? It was. <laughs> I mean, speaking of last night, when I when that girl, I mean, it made me cry last night. The girl at the ER. It was just like, see me for a human being, right? And I texted Ryan, and I was just he was waiting in the car for me, and I was like, I need you know, I need you. I can't. I feel like I need you right now. And he came in the ER barefoot running in just like get me my wife <laughs> and everybody was like do you need shoes and he's like I didn't I just came in I just she needed me and I came in and I'm like it's my man <laughs> I love that the, the risk it's of it so everything. nice to witness like good loving partnerships so it's so nice to be in one and know what it feels like because I thought every other relationship was like that but it was like me doing it me creating that life or that love or that fantasy of love. And it's only until I see like my weakest moments where I feel the most loved and the most like held. Yeah. That's beautiful. There's hope. There is, if there is anything out there for me to say, it's there is hope. Yeah. There is absolutely hope. My sister is a couple years older than me and she just found like the most amazing guy ever. And I'm like, there, it doesn't matter our ages. Right. I always feel like I was told forever, even at 32, when I was on the bachelor at 32, people were like, Oh, you're old. What are you doing? And I'm like, no, even lose, you know, not losing, but like 10 years after that, I'm 42. Now I still feel like I'm giving him my best years. You know, these are my best years. And I don't feel like I lost out on anything. It all seems like a blur. Anything before right now seems like a blur to me. Are you grateful for those lessons in that chapter, like the bachelor chapter, or do you kind of like whatever? They were very traumatic. Mm -hmm. And I still work through them in therapy is the truth. Wow. Because of a lot of the stuff that happens behind the scenes but that is spoken to you via social media, I mean, via social media. It's if any, you know what you guys, I thought about starting a podcast and just speaking to people from the show and be speak people from reality show that it's like, 
people need to know what it's like to be on this side of it. We're all, it's not like we're actors and actresses. It's yeah. like, we're just regular humans that sign up for this and sign up for love for the most part. And the things people say, the things people tell you, if they don't know you, they are very brave to speak to you from behind a keyboard. And it's a lot of stuff is if you are at a low point, it can wreck you. It can, I mean, imagine being so low and struggling with your own stuff and in everyday life that we all kind of struggle with. Right. And then some like five, 10, 20, 30, 50 people coming at you going, you don't deserve to live. You don't deserve this. You're desperate. You're pathetic. Like just, you already have your own narratives in your head when you feel low. And then you have people just coming at you for things. It's, it's hard. It's a, you have to be emotionally hard to go through those kind of things, but how I do they ch- offer any support. Like do, does the bachelor ABC offer any kind of mental health, like tips or a therapist in the time there's, that you're doing it? There's a show therapist uh-huh. one. Um, but that- I mean, you have to, you're in the moment, like you're not in a processing mode. Right. So it's not like you're like, hold on, let me just go over okay. here. You don't have time. You're being yeah. like manipulated and like puppeteered, right? They're paid by the show. To, they're paid by the show, you know, <laughs> paid so, by the show. By the show. you know, that's that, if that speaks volumes. So it, it, I would say it's not in your best, it's not in our best interest. The show therapist, I think it's for, you know, industry standards and to say, we provide this. If it, is it true help for what we need? No, absolutely not. I don't believe. I think this, I mean, it's been 10 years from one and even a couple years from the other, the last show I did. And it's, I'm still working through a lot of this stuff that happened and was talked about and told for me to do. And I, I think it can, it can break you. It can definitely break you. I see, and I see a lot of the younger people like struggling or speaking of the struggle a little bit. But I think nobody wants to be this taboo about like, because if you come on and if you speak on, it's hard to go through. It's not an experience you expect and you don't expect there's things that ways that you're manipulated and treated. It's a million dollar production. You know, it's like, it's hard to find like yourself being the whistleblower. I would feel, especially if you're like one of the 24 year olds, it's like, I don't want that to be my story. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And what people say is in the public eye, you'll get up from both sides because the public, either you'll get sued on one side for speaking up, you'll absolutely get sued, or it'll be the public eye going, oh, you bite the hand that feeds you, or you know what you signed up for. It's all this, they don't get it. People don't get it. And it's like, you got to work through it on yourself through, hopefully through therapy. And it's, there's a lot of pros, but a lot of cons as well. And for me, it was like, I appreciated the time on it. It wouldn't have gotten to me to be where I'm at now. Doesn't mean it was easy. And doesn't it mean without scars, you know, because there's still things that I'm like, God, only people knew that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, it gave you this huge platform. You had so many cool experiences, I'm sure. But then at the same time, it's like how we were talking about, like, you want to be with high vibe people, being able to have like, low level people attack you that don't even know anything about your life. It's like that got, I mean, I'm sure it seeped into like your bones. 
<laughs> like, you, you know, like really cut you deep. And it's like, I would feel like that would be hard to just let it go. You can't just shake that stuff off. No. And there's plenty of nights where I would be on the bathroom floor, just crying, crying my soul out because it was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm a strong person. And I was like, I can't do this. And then I was like, again, adjusted the sales. What mm -hmm. am I going to make of it? What do I want to live like? What type of person do I want to be? What do I stand for? Everything else is just noise. How am I going to heal? That's my job. Healing is always my job. You know, which wolf do you choose, right? For sure. Keep doing the self-work. And that's what's so powerful about the last time you were on our podcast. Remember when we just put like a simple prompt, like name one thing you love about yourself, or it was a self-love affirmation. We were flooded with like hundreds of self-love yeah. affirmations. And it was such a good, oh. you know, like just a response of like being this positive ripple like touching so many women who are like took a minute out of their day to be like find a reason why I love myself this is why I love myself you know I'm doing the work I'm strong I'm capable oh I love that I love that see I, I told you I love coming around your guys podcast because <laughs> it is making a difference it's absolutely making a difference and I don't know I I you guys are the type of people that I vibe with that mm -hmm. just want to help and just want to spread good energy and spread, um, what we can, what we know how, you know, we're not perfect. We're human, but like, how can we help other people? I think that's one of the ultimate, they talk about healing. It's like healing is when you are help can help yourself. And then like the ultimate healing is when you can help others. So I think it's a beautiful thing you guys are doing. Yeah. Acts of service are, we were just talking to our mentor on the conversation before this and uh, acts of service and compassion are your, everyone's true destiny. No one has a different destiny. It's all about like just feeling in alignment with yourself to go out there and be yourself and, you know, inspire change and be a good role model. Like we all three are. And it's really, it's powerful when everyone gets together too to like push these conversations forward and something else that I think people love you for, and it's very endearing is like, we don't have to be perfect, right? It's like, even through the messiness and like the daily stuff, you can still share healing modalities. You can still share like what you're doing to feel good. Like, I feel like sometimes people don't feel good enough to share or they have like imposter syndrome and things like that. And it's like, just share like you know what I mean if it's a positive thing and it's helping you like breath work or you know adding more vegetables or whatever the heck it is chlorophyll in your water like share it totally I think one of the biggest healing lessons for me that helped me was sharing about it was previous to any show anything like that but it was sharing my my battle with anxiety I used to have it so incredibly bad and I would hold it in because of shame, because of embarrassment and like, can't believe that I would like hate on myself for it. And like, why do I have this? Why is this happening? Like, I didn't understand it. And I would try to hide it all the time and like try to come off composed. And one of the biggest, most healing things was sharing it with other people. Because when I started to share that with like my clients, what I was doing hair at the time, the hairstylist, and my clients would go, I would say, can you give me a sec? I'm having anxiety. I'm just going to go take a break real quick, but I'll be right back with you. 
they go, oh my God, I get that too. You do. Too. It's like a form of connection, being human and sharing our weaknesses and our struggles, I think too. It's like, it connects you with other people. Somebody to sit there and be like, God, I feel, I have felt that too. It feel it helps each other not feel so alone. And that's the biggest thing we can do to me is like, like you guys talk about groups and sharing and a sense of community, like-minded people. It's like, you're not alone. You are not alone. So yeah. true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Claire. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Always um, a to talk to you guys. We always end the podcast with what makes you feel alive. And I want to go back and listen to your other episode and see if it's different because it probably oh, is. <laughs> I'm so curious when I said on the last one, what makes you feel alive, right? I yeah, was, what makes you feel the most alive? What makes me feel most alive is let me think about this what makes me feel most alive is cold plunging right now mm. <laughs> cold plunging makes me feel so alive so it's, alive you're almost dead a corpse just a frozen corpse no it it just it just re physically it makes every cell in my body come alive when I jump out of there, not when I'm in it, but when I'm out of there and it shows how resilient you are. And I am when I can sit in the uncomfortable, that to me is like, I've never felt more alive when I can, I have a choice, you know, and choosing the uncomfortable and sitting there and then jumping out and feeling my whole body come alive. Like that is kind of what I've been doing lately. That's the ultimate um, test of strength of your mental like capacity. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We love talking to you. Oh, it's always a pleasure, you guys. Have a good day, okay? Okay. Great. Bye. Bye, Bye. Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.